all these men are the same. Does he even all see me? Like, literally. Ever find a man? I'm friend zoned over I here, swear. but I'm supposed to be your wife. Misconception about me is to discover areas of myself without another person's influence. Being single is honestly fun. What's wrong with me? I'm thriving. My time to shine. I can't believe that I'm finally single. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Singles Unlock. We are so glad that you're here once again, or if it's your very first time, we're glad that you're here too. Um, this is your godly guide to singlehood, God's way. Because I feel like oftentimes, I'm going to just make it plain. We still grown in our singleness. Each and every one of us are single right now, um, which our term for single is not married. We're all in different stages, but we are all not married yet. And so I think it's really cool to kind of fellowship with you guys in this way because we all have something in common. We're single. Um, and if you're not single, you're probably up here. Why? I don't know. But you're up here for a reason. So send it to a single friend. Um, don't be cheating on your wives out here. If you, you married, then you married. You ain't single. So, um, yeah. So this episode is going to be about situationships. This whole series is truly a deliverance series on the low low but um the topic for tonight is situationships and the series is called hotline bling because i feel like a lot of situationships always start on the phone because nowadays you don't be meeting nobody tanika be at the coffee shops i don't know tanika might meet somebody at the coffee shop but i feel like people just slide in the dms they find trick ways to get your number nowadays people be having the Back in the day, I used to have the dog number. I used to call that the dog number when I used to have like a text plus on the side and I didn't want to give nobody my real number. Everything has to do with, just put myself out there. Sorry, if you're one of my exes and you're listening to this, you probably had the dog number at the beginning, but it's all good. Because um, we're not together now. Anyways, <laughs> this is Situationships and I just want to get right into it. Um, we don't really have a, I don't have a structure for this. So does anybody have any initial thoughts about situationships just offer it i'll start okay oh yeah alexia <laughs> you know it's like to what you say i was gonna say something super silly and just straight to the point ships are trash that's no. all <laughs> That pretty much sums it up. You know, I always like to start with a definition of a found. We got to start with a foundation of what a situationship is. Because, you know, some people, I feel like it's more coined now. I feel like I've heard it for the first time a few years ago. Um, and it's more like of a, a more common term than it was uh, <laughs> a few years ago. So the meaning of a situationship uh, of course, I, infamous, the infamous Google tells us that it's less than a relationship, less than, listen to the key words of a situationship, less than a relationship, but more than a casual relationship, Ro a romantic relationship that remains undefined, the space between a committed relationship and something that is more than a friendship. So I think, do we all agree that that can define a situationship before we start? Yes. Okay, so uh, 
I just wanted to define it. If anybody want to go ahead and share their thoughts on it, um, I think it's also good that we might show. I I know I've been in plenty of situationships. I'll just speak for myself. Um, if we want to just kind of throw out whether it's our testimony or signs that you're in a relationship, you know, we like to help the people. How can you, how do you, so this is the question I like to pose to the ladies. How do you know, or how did you know, if, especially if you're speaking from experience that you were in a relationship, I mean, excuse me, a situationship. Let's start there. Okay, let me go. Let me add them, let me add them, let me add them, let me add them. Okay, I have four points. And these are four ways that, that I personally knew I was in a situation. So whether I decided to be there or not. Um, point number one, that definition was perfect. We might have to put that in the podcast description because that was straight fire. Um, there's no clear what are we now. I think that, that I do remember being in a situationship and I, I liked the vibe. I liked, and it wasn't the vibe of not having, not being committed. I think it was just the vibe. If I could just be straight honest, like, oh, we going out to eat. It's, it's all like, I don't know if I ever had a, a everybody's going to have their own different testimony, y'all. But I don't know if I ever had like a future in mind. I never took nobody serious unless they said, we are this. But I just enjoyed the vibes. I liked the free food, hanging out, texting. And back then I was really spiritually and naturally immature. So I liked spazzing and then a few minutes later, everything's all good. I just liked it. Um, but there was no clear, like, what are we now? So whether I liked it or not, um, I think that is a clear sign. If you do not know what you guys are right now, you are either sliding into situationship land or you're pretty much already in it and you should just get out now. This is, this is the red flag um, sign telling you that you're literally in quicksand. And get out doesn't necessarily mean to stop talking. You definitely should seek the father about what exactly you you need to do. But I definitely think that you should take a step back, fast, pray, and um, assess your situation shit. Um, okay, second one. There's no clear direction. So it's cool to have a where are we now, but I feel like you're also in a situation shit when you have no clear direction. If you have no idea, if y'all just dating... And it's like, y'all both just like each other, but there's no end goal. Um, but you guys are like dating something not exclusively, just that nonsense, basically. Um, I think that that can be classified. I think that that can be a hidden situationship because oftentimes people like to go with the flow. And I think that there's a time and a place to go with the flow. And I think there's a time and a place to have conversations and say, okay, um, what are like where is this going um i think that you can be in a situationship in a relationship and that's where this point actually came in and because people will be in a relationship and i have done this but the person did not have marriage in mind I, i'm like oh i'm a wife i was a wife before you met me so if you don't have marriage in mind we this is this is a, clearly a situationship um in the scripture y'all know i always gotta have scripture but um just flirting just to talk, that's also no clear direction. If you're just flirting, flirting just in the air, that's literally no clear direction. It's, yeah, I don't want to get too much of my personality in here. We're going to let the Holy Spirit move. So this, the scripture that I have for that is Matthew um, 12 and 36. It says, but I tell you that everyone, this is for the people that pretty much just 
date them all, sis. Like, I don't subscribe to that advice. Um, I definitely think that we should pray, fast, read, and discern because people carry spirits and we want to, yeah. So Matthew 12 and 36 says, but I tell you that everyone will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. So all this flirting and just lying and just with no clear direction or no, even the point I said before that actually, no, what are we now? Um, I don't think that's pleasing to the father. And so I, I think that that is a very clear indication that you're in a situationship. Um, two more. Operating in a season that you're not in. So I feel like if you're in a season, if God says, okay, let's say you've met your husband, but you guys are just supposed to be friends now and you're dating. I've been there. <laughs> it's going to get sticky somehow, somewhere. It's going to be a little bit more complicated because you're operating in a season that it's like, it's almost as if like, if you see two, uh, wheels like what is it um rusty wheels trying to rub together and, and not even rusty just wheels trying to rub together and god says i have the oil but the oil is not going to be poured until the appointed time so that it flows the way it's supposed to flow i think that a situationship sometimes contrary to the definition just a little bit can literally be like like i just said like within a relationship like we got a situation here and it's in our relationship so this is a little bit of a situation we're gonna pray fast get delivered and figure out what um what god has for us so the scripture i have for that is everybody know ecclesiastes if i'm saying it right three one through eight but i think this is only scripture number one to everything there is a season and a time and a purpose under heaven and so that's really assuring for me because it's like it's under heaven like it's already set in stone like we just gotta relax and trust god so that was super cool and my last point was continually doing um the thing in sin with the same person in either both or one person doesn't have the desire the desire or the will to change um yeah i was in a whole relationship and it was a situationship at the same time because my desire at the time was to literally stop having sex before marriage. And there were times that I fall short. And so I believe that it can be a situationship when one person wants it more than the other, like wants God more than the other. Um, because when you fall, like the point of a relationship is to be able to pick somebody up and it's not necessarily their fault. We should be exercising self-control. But while you're working on self-control, both of you guys, I think that um, me as a woman, like, you know, I, I enjoy the, the the traditional gender roles. That's just me personally. Everybody else gonna have their own take. But um, leadership, I think male leadership in a relationship is very, very, very important. And it's even more important. No, it's just as important in a situationship because oftentimes I think women, like we find ourselves doing things that we don't wanna do or we regret after. And then it's like being, being led a certain way. Um, so those are my points. I said... Oh yeah, my scripture for that was James 1, 23 through 24. For if you listen to me, no, for if you listen to the word and you don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself for a second, then you walk away and forget what you look like. And so I think that that continuous, perpetual sin with that same person is a clear indication, whether it's to both of you or whether it's one person wanting it more than the other, I think that's a clear indication that you're in a situationship. 
And I want to preface that I don't think that all situationships need to be terminated, just to be honest. Some of them do, and I don't think that all of them do, but that's going to require fasting and praying and seeking the Father. And me personally, none of my situationships winded up being my husband, clearly. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Because I said my points. What's I'm looking at, hmm, Tatiana, what you think? Oh! <laughs> That's the sound effect. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, I was just taking notes on what you said, because what you said was so powerful, like, so, so powerful. But I think the thing that really got me was that you could be in a situationship in a relationship, because I found myself in that, in, like, you know, Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. You can be in a relationship and not really have any clear direction, but you let your emotions get in the way. And that's kind of what I had let myself do in a relationship. I was so gun-hold on, oh, I want to be here. I want to be this. I want to be that. And almost even idolizing that relationship more than I even wanted my relationship with God, to be honest. Um, and my partner at the time was nowhere near Christ, didn't really no Christ like that if we're being honest like and I was kind of put in a rough position of like okay like God I love you at the time full transparency we were living together we were sleeping together not married and I came to a point where I was like okay like it's either I'm gonna have to choose God or I'm gonna have to choose this relationship so Amber when you said like okay there were times where you were trying to you know okay I don't want to do this anymore I don't want to have sex anymore I don't want to do that it comes to a point where like Y'all both got to want to do right. And I remember even having a conversation with my ex. And I had told him, like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore as far as, you know, being in a sexual relationship. Let's try to do this the right way. After we was living together already and already did it. So then it was like, okay, well, um, we're already doing it. So I turn back now. And then I immediately thought of the scripture of just because, like, are you going to keep sitting so the grace can abound? And I was like, okay, you know what? Like, obviously this person is not on the same page as me. Now I have to figure out, God, you're going to have to take me up out of here or you're going to have to deliver him. And I, I didn't want to be pessimistic about it, but I knew he wasn't. He didn't want to go to church. He didn't want to be right. So it was like, okay, God, you're going to have to make something shake because I don't know. Because it was, it was more of the fact of like, when you were in the, when I was in the situation, it was like a, it was no clear direction. I knew what I wanted, but he didn't want those same things. So it's almost like you got to come to the drawing board, and, and those scriptures were awesome because it's like God tells us exactly what to do, but I was still in that hard position of like, okay, you don't, it got to the point where like you were going to the courthouse the next day to get married. I knew that wasn't something that God wanted, but we were still in a situation where even if we did have that, I was still living a lifestyle that he wasn't living, and it was clear. So it was like, now you have to come back to that drawing board. But that situationship in a relationship was powerful. Because I'm like, ooh, if that wasn't me, but if God, God is good. God is good. And like Amber said, it's not your husband, so you better go and shake the spot. Those situationships, to be honest, they're probably not going to be your husband. Hmm. Mercy. What about you, Lexia? What you think? Listen, I agree. I agree. I agree. I concur because, listen, 
all the situationships I've been in, here I am, fingerless, ringless. Like, let's be honest. It, it, and I, and if we're really going to be real, I think that the situationships gave me less hope for relationships, you know, because it was like pulling at my worth, my self-worth. Like, wait, I, well, I thought I was a wife. He don't think I am, right? This whole, oh, um, we're going to take it slow. We'll figure it out. No pressure, hiding kind of back in. Like, yeah, no. It, it, I, it didn't, I didn't gain anything from bringing in situationships. I don't think, I don't think I was mature enough to even like, you know how you said, like kind of turn it over. Like um, how you were saying that not every situation ship. I, I don't know. I don't think those relationships, they, they yielded any fruit for me in hindsight. So, you know, everything works out for the good. So we're thankful for that, you know, but to God be the glory, because if it was for me, it would have, it would have destroyed me if I think about situations just because they just brought a lot of confusion we know confusion isn't god like way too much like a like a, a overdose of confusion because what you were saying amber i was kind of the opposite of that when i had situationships i was hopeful for i was just basically kind of playing the fool like oh well he's saying that we're gonna take it slow and da, 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 but i'll prove myself to him and then i'll be his like you know so for me it was i was hoping for the relationship and i was hoping that they would have a changed mind but I wanted a relationship. I wanted a marriage, but I knew the way that they approached the situationship that there was no destination. So. Oh! For like the guy in the back of the church, you know, the one that stays screaming like, oh! I feel bad for the listeners. Right. Oh! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Lexia, that was so good. That was so good okay this is one of them episodes i'm literally gonna have to like we're texting each other in the chat right now i'm gonna have to copy and paste these and literally put them in something else because this is so real tanika what you think alexia that's a word for me sis because i am similar to you i was always hopeful that was uh my thing, I guess you could say, um, it's just like, oh, we could, it possibly, even though it's not X, Y, Z, even though I desire this. And some of the things um, that I was writing while we were speaking and what came to my mind is out of alignment. Um, we, we want X, Y, Z, especially being women of God. We say we want marriage, we want this, but what our lives are reflecting isn't that, right? What we're deciding in our decisions don't reflect the godliness that we say we want. And um, one of the things you all said, there was no clear direction, which means there's no future. And then Lexia said, it takes hope. And what does Jeremiah uh, 29, 11 tells us? You know, God has a plan for us, for our future to give us hope and a future. So it already negates the word of God automatically a situation ship, okay? There's nothing biblical in it. It ain't, can't find it in the word of God, okay? Um, and another word that you said, Alexia, is confusion. God is not the author of confusion. If you find yourself, well, maybe this, or maybe, mm -mm, God makes it plain for us 
We are not having to ask questions. We are not having to wonder this. If you're wondering, it's pro you probably already know the answer. And that's, that's where I got caught up a lot. Um, knowing, already knowing the answers, but hoping that it, hope, hoping that it was some, something else. And um, uh, literally I, some, my very last situation I was ever in, he literally told me he did not want to be in a relationship. Hope. What Alexia say, oh, I can change his mind, you know, this and that. And no, he literally told me that I chose to believe what I wanted to believe. So sometimes we, we have to also take a self-reflection. For me, it was a lot of self-reflection and say, what is it that um, I have to work on here, God, and what is it in me that I am, that's out of alignment with you, because I'm saying I want X, Y, Z, um, I'm saying I don't, for me as a person, one of my values, I value honesty and integrity in a person, but I, I choose to stay with somebody who continues to lie to me, so that was, that was a real life situation for me, so I was out of alignment, um, in pretty much in my relationship with God. And when I came, when that uh, situationship brought me down, that was the turning point. It was a turning point in my life. It might've saved me, honestly. If I, I mean, if we can just look on a, a bright side of that, it's, it saved my, my, uh, my mindset because I was just like, I, it broke me and I'm just like, okay, God, um, I, I'm missing something. And so when I got out of that and I was able to come out on the other side of that. It's like, oh, you were an identity crisis. That was, that was my story. I didn't know who I was. I was lost. And the closer I got to God, the close, the more clearer things become. The closer you get to God, because we are a reflection of him and the more we know him, it is easier. It makes it so much easier to see what is for you and what is not, because what you're rooted and grounded and what he says you are, there is absolutely no way you would even think of putting up with some of the things that you used, used to put up with or some of the things you used to do. Like it's, it doesn't even make sense in your, in, in how you are and how your heart posture is now and how your mind, how you think now, it just, it's just that. So how I got, um, you know, out of my identity crisis that I formed a lot of situationships when I just didn't know who I was. That's one of the things that I found out about my life personally. So, yes. My God, my God, my God, my God. I think something that's like majorly important to touch on um, is this hope, this thing of hope. Um, that just comes up. I'm just the, the outlier here. I just, if you ain't tell me what it was, you was getting played probably. I was getting played. It was just a bunch of nonsense. But this hope deferred. I've been in that. I've been in that space as well. And that the Bible says in Proverbs 13, um, 12, hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. And so like if you're in this season and you're in a situationship or you don't know if you're in a situationship, thank you, Holy Spirit. If you don't know that you're in a situationship, think about some of the things that we were talking about. Some trends that I heard were lack of clarity. And lack of clarity feeds into, like, if you have hope, if you're, you're made in the image of God, this is what Tanika was just talking about this, we're made in the image of God, we desire clarity, and we need to know, okay, this is a, this is a go, this is not a go, it is what it is, like, so I feel like 
when there's a lack of clarity, that's a big, um, that's a sign that you may be, it'll feed that hope deferredness because you yourself may have a direction in which you want this relationship to go. But if the person doesn't or doesn't know, um, I just want you to know that Jesus understands and the Bible itself says. So if you're experiencing that, it's literally because you're experiencing hope being deferred. And um, yeah, that's that's really what just came to mind just now. I don't know. Tati, was you about to say something? A few times. I'm just, no, I was clapping my hands oh. with everything everybody was saying. Yeah. So powerful. Like the clarity thing for sure is like, it is almost like a, and y'all were talking to Alexia and uh, Tanika about the, uh, not the clarity, excuse me, but the trying to almost convince yourself that it's going to work. Mm. Like, well, this can, this, this can, this can be this way. Like, it, like, I, for me, I'm like a hopeless romantic, romantic. So anytime I see something, I'm like, yeah, this can work. Yeah, God. And telling God what he's going to do. And I, he's just laughing like, oh, yeah, you saw it. And now I, I, I I, I love how you said this to me about like when you get with God, you start to desire that clarity. You start to desire that what's what? Okay, God, what do you want me to do? Okay, God, is this looking like you? Why am I confused? Because he's saying he want to meet up at eight, but he ain't said nothing all day. Okay, God, he's saying that he wants to take me out, but he hasn't been texting me all day. Like it, it's almost like we're kind of just how God is holding us accountable is the same way that when somebody is starting to date or somebody is starting to court, I, I have this model now. It's like, I can only take you as seriously as you take yourself. So if you're saying this, that you're doing something else, God isn't good. God doesn't let that fly with us. So what makes you think that we're going to let that fly with our partner? You get what I mean? Just like, a, uh, um, I'm sorry, Amber talked about leadership earlier, how she likes a man to lead. That, that's part of leadership. That's part of clarity. You get what I mean? It's, it's about the fact of like, if if things if we can't do stuff that God we know God is not going to allow us lie, we shouldn't allow that in our faith. We shouldn't allow inconsistency in our faith anyway, you know. But it like God is just He really really made that clear with me just with this whole situation about situationships. We're not. I can I, I can truly tell you, and it's a testimony is that I can't let things fly the way that I used to let them fly before. You get what I mean? Like I wouldn't have never thought. I would have been at this point of like, I was telling her this testimony, I want to say it was yesterday about, you know, the last time I went on a date was like in March of last year. And I remember before I even went to dinner with the person or lunch with this person, I asked God, like, God, just show me what it is that you want me to do with this person. Like, just show me if this person's going to be sick. By the time we had appetizers, I already knew that I was going to finish the meal. Okay, in Jesus' name. <laughs> okay, I finished that meal. And he told he, he was like, oh, yeah, let's do a second date. Let's do this. Let's do that. No. No. Because God said, no, you take it up with him. And I literally told him, right, right hand on my Bible, y'all. Literally, right hand on my Bible. Like, I, I told him, but it's the fact of, like, when you get closer to God, like Tanika said, you want, you develop that clarity. You want to start having that clarity. You want to start okay, God, is this okay with you? If this, is, if this isn't okay with you, I don't want to do it. You get what I mean? But it takes it takes that relationship to have that. It, like I said before, I wasn't doing that. I'd be anywhere and doing anything respectfully. You get what I mean? Like, I didn't care about God's opinion. But like Tanika said, when you start getting closer to God, you start you start wanting clarity. Just how God makes things clear to you, like he, 
he's going to do that. So, you know, that's, I feel like that's kind of a way that we can start trying to avoid those situations. Just it's either it's going to be this or it's going to be that. You're not. So what are we? Yeah. So literally straight, nothing but facts, y'all. Straight, nothing but facts. Um, I want to give the people a get out strategy. Um, so I have some written down. I don't know. Does anybody else want to go before me? Because y'all know I'd be like, boom, 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 boom. So let me just let y'all go first. What is a, what's a get out strategy? Give someone one or a few get out strategies, um, on how to get out of a situationship or navigate a situationship. I'm going to close my eyes and go like this. Boom. Tanika. Alexa, you had your hand up, didn't you? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Tanika. I'm, I, I trust the Holy Spirit. And if she said Tanika. Oh my God, a get out strategy. Oh, get out. Um, for me, I'm going to say exactly what I said earlier. For me, my get out strategy, I had to come, one, I had to come to a breaking point. Of um, so you might find yourself and you might not find yourself in a breaking point. Um, either way, it all will boil down to the same thing, and that's your relationship with God. It will always boil down to how do I get out of something that's not working for who I am and who I am called to be and purpose to be. And if you are in a relationship, situationship, whatever the case may be. Um, your ultimate get out strategy is to seek God. I mean, that's, that's what it simply boils down to knowing who you are is literally the core is the foundation of your life. And you have to one decide, you have to decide that you, you want something else, or you want to, um, discover who you are. And that still goes back to knowing who God is in your life. I don't really know. I, I could give you a three-point part strategy, but ultimately that's where it begins. But once it starts, it's like a snowball. Like once you just say, God, I'm seeking you and I'm surrendering this to you. I'm deciding that I want more. I don't know what it is I want yet. I don't know. I'm confused. It's blurry, Lord. But if you will just help me, Jesus, and lead me and guide me, I will do what you, you're telling me to do. It's obedience. It starts with obedience to God. And I'm telling you, once you start that, it'll be like a snowball effect. Things will be like, you'll be like, oh, well, don't need to talk to him. Oh, he said, that's a no. Um, because I don't want to feel like that. I'm not going back. I tell people that all the time when I tell my testimony, I'm not going back to the way I used to feel so low, how I used to feel like I was worthless. I'm like, I will never have to feel that way as long as I'm connected to God ever in my life again so get our strategy get god <laughs> that is such a phenomenal get out strategy that is such a phenomenal that's like the get out strategy somebody said glory we out here chatting each other <laughs> it's supposed to be a private chat right amber why you gotta put stuff on blast oh my goodness oh wow the get out strategy, get God. Wow, I love that. Mm. And I will have to, what, what do they say? Um, I just want to come into agreement because the reality of it is it's been working currently. It's been working for my good. 
like the Bible says, get God. Don't just drop him in an area of your relationships. That's whack. Like Tanika said earlier, Jeremiah 29, 11, is my favorite scripture, one of my favorite scriptures. He has a plan. So what the heck made you think? He said, oh, dating? They could just do, I mean, whatever. No, just get God. So that was freaking phenomenal. What about anybody else? We got Lexia, Tati. Tanika does that. Listen, Tanika does set it. The strategy is there. It's set. I'm applying it. I'm applying it. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Tati? You just say it's a blueprint. Get God. God gonna let you know. God is gonna let you know. Like she said it so gracefully and so eloquently. And I'm, I'm afraid to admit it, but it works every time. And it's scary. It's scary how God will let you know. But that's the thing is that like I, God had to deal with me about there's not an area in your life that I am not concerned about. And if mm. you're concerned about being you a man, I, you you be concerned about that. But just know that it concerns me too. Everything oh. that God like you said, he's not gonna withhold any good thing from us. He know what we want. He know he he know I like this all dark and fine. He knows. Like that's the thing that it, it just it's beautiful because God is so interested in every single part of our lives, the dating to the uh to the schooling to the content creating. He want he wants everything about us. And that's the that's the beautiful part is like there is nothing that we go to God with today that he does not already know. He's just wait. He's he just waiting for us to say it. Like, oh, okay, I knew that was on your mind. I'm just waiting for you to come to me about it. And that's the beautiful part. And it, it, it low-key brings tears to my eyes because he's like, dang, God, like, just how he says he counts that he knows the hairs on our head. Hey. He knows our desires. My God. Now you're about to have me cry. Ah! This is what we get for having. Listen, Singles Unlocked is looking for godly men, okay? We got one. But right now you got four women, four amazing God-fearing women of God. So, uh, no tears. Avalanche. Um, I have some tips or get out strategies. First of all, do Tanika's. Tanika's is the first one. The first really and the only. These other ones somehow come under these ones, um, under that one. Get mutual understanding. If it's hard for you to get mutual understanding with somebody, if they're trying to tiptoe around what they're saying, if they have a, it's just weird. You know when it feels weird. You ask a straightforward question. You're looking for a straightforward answer. Get mutual understanding. Not only do you want mutual understanding, but you want mutual agreement. So like, you don't want, I need this. And the person say, I totally understand that. They don't care. So, you know, that part, um, I think would be, you need mutual understanding and mutual agreement. Those two together, now that's something that you can work off of. Um, but not without getting God. Because if God said, no, y'all get mutual agreement and mutual understanding that the, you're just going to marry the situation. And it's possible because people do it, but we ain't even going to go there. Um, but that will not be my portion. That will not be none of my sister's portions or any of these listeners' portions by the spirit of Raul Kadesh. Trust God for the t the turnaround. So Tanika said something, or somebody said, just decide. Just decide. If you don't want to, just dead it. Like, ending it could be a thing. And just, like, 
I have literally trust trust that God is a redirector. Like um, Tati said, he's really in the details of your life. And God, your marriage is important to him. Like he's going to make sure that you you guys will meet again. It will be. I, I think sometimes we don't understand that God is truly good. And I think that kind of messes up like, is he going to redirect me? What if I made a mistake? And then what if it don't come back? If your heart is in the right place, God is going to make sure that that thing comes back. Because you, you could have made a decision truly thinking that you were in the will of God. And he's going to honor that. Um, Clarity is a must. We already talked about that. And boundaries. Boundaries was here before Adam and Eve were here. Just to be quite honest. Um, when he created the earth, he said, the water's going to stop here and that's it. This is going to go this far and all boundaries were here. Put boundaries in place. I call them love lines and see if the person honors those and not to put boundaries really in place for you so you can grow, um, closer to God and things like that. But you also want to pay attention to if that person continuously overrides your boundaries. Um, I'm not saying that any of these are red flags. Um, they would be. Yeah, I'm not saying that any of these are red flags. I think that truly means that we need to do what she's, I think that truly means that we need to fast. And they are red flags. They're red flags. And you really, I would just say, that doesn't mean that that's not the person. It could be out of season. It could not be the person. Or um, all in all, what I tell everybody is, you need to fast and pray and read the word. It's hard to know God's character when we don't read the word. Um, so that is like the biggest, when you know who you are to God, um, you know he ain't just gonna put you with some Joe Schmo. Um, and you know the power of restoration at the same time. And so this is why we wanna fast and pray because you want the word, the biblical word, the Bible, and then you want your Rema word, your specific word. What is the specific thing you have for my life, Lord? So that's situation shifts, guys. Yay! Oh my gosh. Yo, y'all all gotta pray for at least me. No, I just pray, pray for all of us. Oh my goodness. May you never encounter another situation ship ever again in your entire life. May the next person that you meet literally be the man that God has for you, the woman that God has for you by God's grace. And may you encounter the deliverance that you need, all the deliverance that we need before then. Amen. Does anybody else have anything to say? Because I'm ready to close this episode out right here on a bang. No? Uh, it's a deuce. It's, I saw a 2 -0. All right. Y'all stay out them situationships. Love you from SU fam. Uh -huh.